everyone. This is John Asplund, Superintendent of District 205. Thank you for tuning into the Galesburg 205 podcast. We will be talking to many different people within the school district during these podcasts. And every month, we also talk to President Rod Sherpy of the Board of Education to review each month's board meeting. And this uh, today, Mr. Sherpy is here with me, and we're going to be discussing what happened in the December board meeting. So welcome, Rod. Oh, welcome. Thanks for having me. So uh, this board meeting was a long one. Uh, we had a lot of stuff going on. We had a lot of presentations. Um, well, what time did we get out? 11 o'clock. Yes, that was a long one. 11 o'clock. It was, it was a very long meeting. Uh, so we started out, we had uh, one individual who wanted to make public comment. Um, and uh, what was her comment about? Well, um, she expressed a concern that um, we've been talking about our policy and uh, the student code of conduct concerning dress. Uh, specifically, um, whether or not students should be allowed to wear do-rags and bonnets during the day. And she expressed her desire that we not allow students to wear that because uh, she believed that it did not um, promote a professional appearance. Yep, 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 very yep. well put. Uh, so after recognition of public comments, we moved to presentations to the board, and we had three uh, we had one that was uh, the Silas Willard Elementary School, because every month we now have the schools that present on how they're trying to work towards the board goals. So we had the Silas Willard Elementary School presentation, then we had an individual about solar panel updates, and then we had an outreach presentation. So uh, starting with the Silas Willard presentation, uh, I want to let the, the, the listeners know what that was about. Well, um, basically it was about their, their math program and what they're doing to improve math scores. Um, we have a a program called um, iReady Math, mm -hmm. and uh, we had uh, Principal John Bradburn, um, uh, second grade teacher Mary Warrenstein, and uh, Virginia Crowell there presenting to us, and basically telling us all the fun and exciting things that they're doing with you know utilizing this program to help improve math scores at the grade school level. Yeah, I, I, after uh, Mrs. Warrenstein got done, I wanted to go take her math class. Yeah. I was, she's exciting. Yep. Uh, talking about all the progress the kids are making there. It was really great to see. Uh, then we had a solar panel update. We won't spend a lot of time on that. That was basically them just talking about how they've got If You've been by the building here. You can see yep. lots of solar panels out here. Yep, they're getting installed. And uh, hopefully uh, within uh, the next few months, we get another presentation talking about um, you know, the completion and and some of the benefits that we receive from it. Right. So um, in March, we're going to bring somebody from that, that project back. Hopefully we're enrolling people. So if you're listening to this and you are a qualified uh, community member and it's you have to be qualified low income, but uh, if you're a qualified community member, you can get much cheaper electricity through this program. So we're hoping that this benefits a lot of households here in town. And that was one of the selling points to the school board is not only are we benefiting by having, um, you know, electricity at a much lower rate which you know you know financially benefits the school district uh, we could also you know benefit the community by uh, offering uh, reduced rates for the, you know those that are in need exactly so yeah well, we'd love to hear specifics about how we're doing that in, in real time uh, coming up once they energize the, the, the solar panels um, and then we had an outreach presentation so uh, they gave us some numbers and gave us a day in the life and outreach worker so you want to talk about what, what we learned there yeah we had uh, four people present there uh, Jason Spring, he's the coordinator of the outreach program. Um, he, he started off the presentation and turned it over to uh, one of the outreach workers, uh, Brian Wright. Uh, he's over works over at King School, and he Brian um, 
gave us a really detailed response and basically a day in the life of an outreach worker and all the, the different things that they do. Um, it's, it's amazing. It's, uh, you know, just starting with, you know, greeting the kids at the beginning of the day and then, uh, you know, working with attendance issues, um, you know, making home visits to make, you know, find out why and what we can do to help get, you know, kids back into the classroom. Um, you know, so much of it is about them making connections, not just with the students, but with the families to, you know, make sure we can do what it takes to, you know, get them reengaged in and participating in school. Um, that was followed up with uh, uh, Alicia Condre from, uh, she's the outreach worker over at, at Lombard. And she basically told us very similar things and uh, kind of ended with uh, uh, Gayla Edwards over at the high school. And, uh, you know, we got a lot of really good people working hard to make sure that our students, you know, you know make it to school. Yeah. And uh, if, you know, when they have, you know, problems, you know, well, we can listen to them and work to resolve and overcome some of these issues. Well, and with COVID, uh, you know, we've seen our attendance rate is not as high as we'd like it to be, but, but it is encouraging. And in looking at the attendance rates each month, they do appear to be ticking upward, uh, even with all the issues we have with people having to be in quarantine isolation and, you know, because they're close contacts or have COVID, um, you know, we still, the, the attendance is ticking up. And I, I think a lot of it's because of these outreach workers, because of the hundreds of, if not thousands of personal contacts that they've made with families. Absolutely. It's, uh, you know, it's exciting to, to listen to the work that they're doing and, you know, makes me proud, you know, of our community. That, uh, that, you know, we're not letting children slip through the cracks, that they are, you know, actively engaged and working to, you know, to get them, you know, to into the classroom so that, you know, you know they can be taught by their teachers. It's, it's a neat program. Yeah, no, we're, we're very lucky to have the people that are working in that program and they're doing a great job. And I was just glad they could present and give everybody some insight into what they do every day. Uh, okay, so the next area, focus area one, well, I, I'm glossing over the fact that we had the consent agenda, which for people that are listening again, yes. consent agenda is monthly things that we do every month. So we, we approved the consent agenda, we paid the bills. Um, and then uh, we moved on to the student council report. We got a long student. Yeah. She was really detailed. Yep. Uh, we had a report from the recording secretary, Sila uh, Lopez. Um, we, due to COVID, we haven't had student council at our at our meetings in several months right. and uh, she, she did an outstanding job of uh, keeping us updated of you know all the things that student council's been up to and man they, they've been busy they've been <laughs> doing everything from blood drives to uh, you know planning uh, you know dances and stuff it's uh, you know the work they do is, is pretty cool yeah Sayla did a fantastic job my goodness that was a very detailed report and yeah. she she definitely gave us an insight into how much those those kids and the and the sponsors work to make sure that there's a lot going on at the high school. Yep. Uh, we had the curriculum special ed report and the building reports uh, and our enrollment report, which we'll be moving to the consent agenda next month uh, because that's just a, a monthly thing that we do. Um, and then we moved down to uh, facilities. So we had a very long, and I mean very long, yes. uh, building and grounds committee report. Uh, but, you know, we obviously have a lot of things going on here with construction. So, um, I'll challenge you, President Sherpy, to give a, a, a summary of that that's not nearly as long as the presentation itself. Well, um, the, the building and grounds report started with the presentation from Member Lyon. Mm -hmm. he, he showed us some photos of current construction and where we're at with current construction. And 
again, every month, that's something that we do. And it's exciting to see, you know, the progress that's being made. Um, after that, we had a, a discussion about um, proposed construction. Um, you know, we have, we purchased the, uh, the facility at 940. And um, we're talking about moving Bright Futures there, as well as the administrative offices. And uh, it was a presentation from Brian Archibald from Leggett uh, Architecture, uh, as, as far as a proposal of what they want to do there. And that, that was really exciting, I thought. It's, uh, it's going to, if we follow up and do you know, what, what uh, he's proposing, you know, we're going to have a, a state-of-the-art, you know, um, early childhood um, facility there. Yeah, it's, it's really it's, beautiful. It's pretty cool. Um, let's see. There, there were quite a things on the proposal, oh, an extensive list of proposed things that, that we additionally want to get done in the district. Um, things from, um, I don't know, like uh, doing the, the courtyards in each of the schools and at the high school, um, doing some landscaping there and adding, um, oh, what's that called? Um, the, the pathway, uh, a, a sensory pathway. Sensory pathways, yeah, yep. part of our ESSER grant, yeah. Yep, that's pretty neat. Um, let's see. Then there was also a variety of other things, things things as far as even, you know, putting shelving in our facility at the Hawthorne building, um, do, doing some repairs at, at Steel School, some casework there, some things that were left behind, um, replacing some windows that we hadn't, you know, necessarily plan on replacing, but, you know, since we have the money, that's something that probably could and should be, be done. Um, some roofing work at the, the Hawthorne facility. Right. Um, we have some other athletic improvements. The oh, yes. Gym. The White Call Gym, uh, the track. Um, yeah, there, there, there's a whole list of, you know, an extensive list. And that's why we spent oh, probably an hour, two hours, you know, talking about each of them. Um, and for anybody out there listening, if you didn't watch, we didn't approve to to do all those projects, but we do. There's a lot of paperwork that oh, has yes. to be done to to get ready to even talk about bidding those projects. So that's really the state yep. we're at right this now. This was just opening the discussion, right. and then uh, Miss Ham did a really nice job of explaining to us how we were going to pay for all that because you know it's you know anytime you do construction, there's a cost factor associated with it, and uh, you know, she listed out how we were going to pay for it and, uh, you know, still maintain board you know, financial goals, um, which we've achieved that, I don't know, a year ago, maybe? Uh, two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. And uh, even you know, further on in the agenda, you know, a little spoiler, you know, <laughs> um, you know, doing that while still with the ability to reduce uh, property tax rates. Wait, did you say reduce property tax? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, that's coming later. We'll, yeah, we'll you know me. That. I get excited about that's that. That's right. We'll get, we'll get there. But yeah, it, it's neat, the, the whole fact that we can do all these projects and still, you know, maintain, you know, financial solvency, you know, with our, our board financial goals and the ability to, you know, reduce the taxpayer burden. That's, yeah. that's an exciting thing. Yeah. She, you know, she does great work. I'm very impressed. She does. Absolutely. So we also asked the board to approve uh, four different change orders, which uh, for people out there listening. So uh, anything over $25,000, the board has to approve in a, in a project as big as the high school project. Um, there's going to be some big ticket items just because things happen that you can't foresee. So uh, the first one was uh, the junior senior high chiller piping. So we had to move from two and a quarter, two inch pipe to five and a quarter inch pipe, right? Yep. 
So we asked the board to approve that change. Um, and for people out there that are wondering, well, what's the big deal? Well, uh, we spent a few million dollars to give that building air conditioning. Right. And if we didn't go the last 10 feet, we would have that all that money sitting out there. With <laughs> If we didn't increase the, the size of the pipe, we wouldn't be able to bring air conditioning to the building. So uh, we're thankful the board approved that. Uh, the junior senior high expansion joint coverage. You want to explain to people what that is? Um, I don't know if I'd be the right one to explain that, but it, it, that's uh, the, the, in the flooring, there's expansion gaps in the floor. And some of them are missing, and the ones that aren't missing are at an irregular height. So we need to make sure that the flooring looks good and consistent and safe. And that's, I think, does that pretty much sum it up? I think you are the guy to explain okay. it. So, I, yeah, so anybody that ever walks in our high school or, or any building of any size, every once in a while you're going to have like a metal uh, strip running down the floor. Well, that's an expansion joint because the floors actually do expand and contract during mm -hmm. the year because things don't stay at the same temperature. It's and, the Midwest. Uh, it gets hot and cold. Exactly. You, you don't like the, the, the weather in Illinois. Wait 20, 10 minutes, it'll change. So um, this gives the, the floor the ability to expand and contract, but it's those metal strips on the floor every once in a while. And the ones we have right now are either gone or they don't look very good. So uh, we needed to fix those. So that got approved. More appreciative of that. And then next is Area J HVAC controls. So in construction, they label the different wings in the building, different areas. So anybody at home would be like, what's Area J? Well, that's the library. Yep. So the library wing that was built on in 1974, uh, the HVAC controls were, uh, they were not tied into the regular HVAC controls. And what does that mean? So what that means is one is a pneumatic system. The old one, the 1974 one is a pneumatic system. So basically air opens a, a switch and you turn on or off. So your air conditioning is on or it's off. Your heat is on right. or it's off. Not, I want it 72 degrees. It's on and whatever on is. So right now, the, the controls in, in the library area are really warm. Right. Heat is just on and it's on too much. So this gives us the ability to tie it into our actual system to set it at a certain temperature. So for those people that go down to those classrooms right now, they'll be very thankful when that work is done. We've got to have it. And then the last is area B, which is the shop, uh, H, uh, the old GABC and the art rooms. Uh, area B floor prep. Why do we need that? Um, area B floor prep. That was the one where they had the, there's no tile on there now because it's oh, too wet. Yes. Yeah. We have moisture issues with that one and needs to, that needs to be corrected. So we've talked about this before on here, but uh, when the high school was built in the fifties, that was a swamp. Yeah. That area of the town was a swamp. And so you have a lot of moisture that comes up through the floor. So in order to warranty the floor, you have to make sure that the floor moisture is at a certain level. And so they have to put another, uh, material on top to make sure that the floor tile adheres to the actual floor right we don't want them coming up right so we approved that I mean, it's not real exciting for people but when you walk through a building and the floors down you'll appreciate it a little bit more uh the next thing this is a this is a great change uh consider approval of addendum to facilities use agreement between the city of galesburg and district 205 what's that well that'd be uh, basically agreeing to share expenses for maintenance and upkeep at the tennis courts in our previous agreement it was uh, the city would um, took care of the electrical and the lighting, and we maintain the the courts and the nets. And now we've agreed that yeah, since we both utilize the facilities, we should uh, share the expenses for improvements. And you know, we thank the city for their reasonableness in that. And so yeah. there'll be there'll be some improvements to that facility in the relatively near future, uh, hopefully, so that we can get some 
better lights, some taller lights, and, yes. and look at some uh, some court uh, improvements out there because they are starting to get worn down. I, I hope so. That's uh, something I'd look forward to seeing. Absolutely. So then we had a copy paper bid for people out there that wonder what what in the world are you bidding copy paper for? What's that about? Well, uh, the, the the teachers use a lot of paper. Um, I can't remember how many reams, but it's a lot. Yes, in the uh, thousands. Yes, um, I believe the bid was around twenty four thousand. Mm-hmm. Twenty six. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, that's just off the top of my head. Uh, I did notice that the prices went up from the previous year, but you know, not much control over that. Um, we bid. Um, I think four or five different people put in bids for it, and. Um, we did not select the lowest bid because their ability to provide the paper to us in a timely manner, but we did take the next lowest bid. Right. So we spent two thousand more dollars to actually get paper here. Right. The one was low, but they're like, but you can't have it. Right. So really and and when you're, you know, you got students in the classroom, you have to have paper. Yeah. It's a must-have. Yeah. Uh, and then we had. I'm going to gloss over this because it's just kind of boring, but it's a approval of the TRS supplemental savings plan. Uh, for our teachers, uh, that's a that's a way to invest money uh, that the state hasn't really fleshed out how we're going to do that yet. But they basically made us approve that, so we did. Um, and then we changed this to the twenty one twenty two school calendar. We revised and we sent out some things to families about uh, changing the calendar. So uh, the most urgent one for everybody now is on December twenty second. It's a one hour early release instead of a regular school day. So yeah, I, th- uh, I think people will appreciate that. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Uh, and then the next one I'm going to leave to last because okay. that's the best item. So we'll, we'll save the best for last. Okay. Uh, then we had approval of press policies on first reading, which it's the biggest, thickest. Yes, that's hundreds of pages of new policies that we have to read and uh, either approve or make changes. Right. To. And that's going to take so, a few months to get right. through. Right. Yeah, I think we postponed that until February. February. Mm-hmm. Give us some time and to, it will take over the holidays time. to it's read. hundreds of pages. Right. Uh, and then we have two items on there that we do every year in December. Uh, they're really long in how they're worded, but essentially we use the facility sales tax to take the place of property tax for uh, some bond issues that we use to build uh, Silas Willard and uh, the field house and the, the football field. Okay. And so those got done and that keeps the tax rate lower. Uh, but then the next one's really, that was a new uh, uh, item that's not a yearly thing, but it was an exciting thing. So it was a pleasant surprise. We, yeah, we were able to uh, reissue $1,545,000 of taxable bonds. But why did we do that? Well, because it's kind of like refinancing in your home when uh, <laughs> when interest rates go down. Right. And um, by doing this, we're saving $184,969. Right. So, yeah, that's that was real exciting. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We took a we took a bond issue where we were paying six percent interest, and we're now we're paying one point eight three percent interest. Right. So exactly, it's like refinancing your mortgage. Uh, we did not act actually issue any additional debt. We just were able to get the same debt for a less price. Yep. So we're paying. We're saving the taxpayers almost one hundred eighty five thousand dollars. So that's a great thing. That's great. Uh, then we had a youth sports gym usage discussion. Uh, what's that about? Well, again, this I think this was just the beginning of that discussion. Um, we allow uh, um, teams in the community to use, utilize our facilities that are not uh, 205 teams. Um, it'd be teams like the, the Future Streaks, um, you know, baseball teams, basketball teams, uh, volleyball, uh, um, the JFL football program. Um, I don't know if I'm missing anybody. No, you pretty um, much hit them. Volleyball. 
we do we have them there um uh, but oh, yeah. no there, there's a whole b- bunch of different people that are not affiliated with the district that utilize our facilities right and uh, the discussion and basically is you know um because currently we we have a, a fee schedule associated with them but the fee schedule might be um prohibitive for some of these teams to be able to afford to pay these and you know you know maintain their teams as well and we don't want to keep uh, kids from playing new sports we're just the opposite we want to encourage it but we want to do it in a fair way and uh, you know i think that discussion will will go on at least for another meeting or two absolutely we so, just want to make sure that we're fair to all yeah, the parties here yeah a lot, lot i think right now we're at the more information gathering stage to find yeah. out hey what's what's going on you yeah. know well i think as board members we all know we've, we've seen the the kids out there playing basketball and it's like wait a minute i know those kids are you know too young to be freshmen but uh <laughs> you know um they're doing good things we want them to continue to do good things we just want to make sure that you know it's done in the right way exactly so yeah. that will be that will be coming back in the next few months uh we also talked about putting out bids for three activity buses um again i think that's something that definitely time for these uh these buses are seven or eight years old yep um um, my experience as a volunteer coach with the tennis team, I get to, to drive those activity buses on occasion and they're, they're showing their wear. Uh, if anybody ever has any questions about why we're buying these buses, I would encourage them to, to go into the Gale GHS parking lot and there's three of them sitting there and yeah, it, they look it, like they're older than seven years old. Yeah. They, they definitely get used on, I would guess probably almost on a daily almost basis. Every day. Yeah. You know, they get used a lot. And it's just time to to get new buses. Yeah, yeah, so. that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a nice uh, addition for our for our, our kids when they get to ride in the new buses. Uh, we approved uh, a, an overnight request for the for the band to to go down to Western and and uh, perform in a invitation mm-hmm. only. Yeah, that's that's good news. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Empey's doing incredible things with our, our band program. Well, and our winter concert the other yeah. night was just at the Orpheum. It was yeah. just beyond good. It was so good. It was really wonderful to be there. Uh, okay, so we're going to end on, as I said, the, the best thing. Oh, so we said consider approval of the tax levy. So what did we do with the tax levy? We lowered the tax rate for all the taxpayers and uh, affect our community. Went from uh, last year, it was a tax rate of 4.9107 uh, down to this this coming year will be 4.7741. So a 14 cent reduction doesn't yeah. make sense. Oh, 14 cents. Well, it's way more than 14 cents. Yeah. Oh, that's about $213,000. Right. right. So, so yeah. we have uh, really good fund balances and we felt like this was a time that we could responsibly try to start reducing the burden on the local taxpayer because you know, that's, that's a definite part of what we do is we try to make sure that we're responsible with that. Absolutely. We, we're never going to promise that it's going to be there forever, but we will promise we're going to try to keep it as low as we can. And just if, if we if we don't need the money, we shouldn't be uh, asking for it. Exactly. So uh, that's a, a nice early Christmas present for those folks out there. If you're listening, that they're you know your property tax bill, if it goes up, it's it, not because it's not of because us. Because of the school district. Maybe you added another floor onto your house, or maybe uh, maybe another taxing body decided they were going to do something different. But the school district, which is a huge part of your tax bill, um, has reduced not only the rate but as uh, former board member Wayne Statham used to tell us, well, if you're not reducing the ask, you're not really reducing the levy. We did reduce the ask. So uh, we should be able to actually reduce your tax bill as long as everybody else does the same. 
kind of keeps theirs the same, even if they don't have to reduce it. So that's an exciting thing. Yes. Yeah. So I'm excited about it. So uh, we try to keep these to 20 minutes. This one's gone a little bit past that, but there's a lot going just, on. Just like the meeting. Yeah, yeah, the meeting, we definitely did not try to keep the 20 minutes. We kept that to, uh, uh, I think, four hours. So yeah. uh, we did a good job of keeping it to four hours. Today, we'll keep this under 25 minutes. So uh, we'll have uh, President Sherpy on here in January, in which that meeting will be coming around pretty quickly. Our next meeting is January the 10th. And uh, we'll be right back here that next week then to do a summary of the January meeting. So thank you, President Sherpy. Thank you and happy holidays.